0: You're listening to the Emerging as Me podcast with me, your host, Caitlin Cox, a show to encourage and uplift you. With my personal stories and impactful guest interviews, as we work through the hard stuff together, we will empower one another to persevere through all of life's challenges. We'll cover it all from marriage and motherhood, living in rural communities, loss and hardship, and how to keep faith alive while finding hope in your everyday life. The journey of life, as I have learned, isn't always a direct path to success and happiness. I'm traveling down life's winding roads, learning to navigate as I go, always growing and emerging with new perspectives and understanding. I'm constantly emerging as me through all of the things that life throws my way. So join me on this journey as we choose to emerge as better versions of ourselves every day. Let's get into it, y'all. Hey, everybody. Today is a Monday. Of course, y'all know uh, by now, if you've been listening to previous episodes, most of the time I record my episodes on Mondays. So, I have dropped off the babies this morning. It is the Monday after Thanksgiving when this podcast airs. It will be December the 12th. So, everyone's suffering from a turkey hangover in my household. All my kids. Nobody wanted to get up and go and get dressed and go to school today. Okay, my three-year-old, was very adamant. It was so funny. He was trying to act like, and he said, Mama, I got something in my throat. Something's in my throat. It's nasty. So I gave him some water, and that kind of dealt with that. Then I took my youngest child into his daycare and then came back to the car, and Cade said that he had peeved in his pants, and he didn't have on a pull-up, and... He did a little bit, but I think he did that on purpose because after he told me that he had done that, he said, we need to go home now so I can put on new pants. I said, no, baby, we're almost to your school and we have extra clothes there. We'll change when we get there. And he said, oh, but I don't want you to go to work. I want to go home with you. So Cade is definitely my homebody who was trying to manipulate his way out of going to school today. But I told him that Christmas was coming up and he would get a whole another week and a few more days out of school and he would be with me all week long that week. So when I left him, he was eating his breakfast and he, he was not crying. It was all good. So I can, I just hope that the rest of the day and week goes well with him at school. But I hope everybody is having a really good day. Today, I'm going to talk about how to avoid the overwhelm during the holidays. And with us coming just off of Thanksgiving, I can share, you know, we did get overwhelmed a little bit with both boys being so young. It got a little overwhelming. Because we were out of our normal routine, and children thrive when they're in a routine. Especially, I feel like if our nighttime routine gets off, and we're not at home, and it's late, then everything goes haywire. And it did a little bit, especially Ace, my husband. He is still cutting soybeans, and we still have beans in the field. It has rained, so he did get to participate in Thanksgiving with us. But he also had some things with chicken houses going on. So he was back and forth. As always, you know, the work is never done with a farmer. (laughs) But we did get to see him a little bit more so because of the rain. But now it rained again yesterday, Sunday night. And everyone that still has soybeans in the field is beginning to stress a little bit. I know a lot of people have called... My husband about coming to help cut for them when he finishes up because everybody's worried about getting their babies out of the field. So that's where we are on that front. That plays a big part in just our overwhelm during the holidays too, because we always have work as far as ACE goes. My work, I can make time to take off for the holidays and be off and prioritize that. Whereas With someone tied to agriculture or that has crops in the field or animals that they are responsible for feeding and caring for, that is not a job that you can just walk away and, you know, not bring home with you. So please remember all the farm families during the holidays because they sacrifice a lot, a lot of time with their families to do what they do. And I am so thankful for my, my husband. And although he makes me very frustrated sometimes, especially when I'm carting around two kids to all the holiday things and he has to be in the field or or with the animals, the chickens. So, but I'm very appreciative of him and how hard he works for us and to feed the world. And this, he'll listen to this and it'll make his head big. So, <laughs> Back to the holidays and the overwhelm and how to avoid it. So, something that I did last week, I have gotten my calendar out and just like caught up on filling in when and where we need to be and what's going on, just so I can get a picture in my mind and not just be surprised when I'm like, oh, that's next week, that's tomorrow. Oh my gosh. And then have a panic attack. So I'm trying to plan out the month of December and the holidays and all the events that we're doing. So I have a Google calendar. I keep things in. I also have a hand count, like a written out calendar it has a monthly view and then it has a daily view. And I really like that because I can write my notes in my daily columns. And then I also, because I am working as a stylist part-time behind the chair, I have like my booking app that I use for appointments to be scheduled. So I like to take Everything from my Google Calendar and my appointment app, and like notate it in my handwritten calendar. I am just a old school. I like pen and paper. Something about writing it out makes me feel like it sticks better in my brain, (laughs) and it's all in one place. It gives me a place to like brainstorm or write notes out. Uh, It helps me strategize for podcast things and like things that I know I need to do. I just love me a good pen and paper calendar. So, creating that schedule is really going to help me include like planned activities and be able to see when I can have some downtime. So, I put out everything on my week, like, you know, when I'm working in the salon, what days and when I have other things going on. And that gives me a chance to figure out when and when and what day I'm going to have some downtime. And that kind of gives me a little bit of a sense of relief, I think, when I'm planning out my week because I can go, oh, okay, there's a spot where I'll have an hour to just, you know, breathe when I don't have to get anything done. And then it helps me prioritize like essential events and help build in the breaks to avoid overwhelming like my family, my boys, because they're little and they can only take so much. They cannot have a jam-packed schedule and still thrive. The whole family, all of us will be absolutely miserable if we try to do too much. So, that goes right in the prioritizing activities. So, I am working on identifying the most important holiday activities for my family. And this is going to include, like, special traditions, special events, and, like, visits with family and friends. So, for one, you know, we do, I do my monthly get-together with my girlfriends. And we have set a date like, well, like I've told y'all in past episodes, we always get out our calendars and put it on the calendar. So, we have got a girls' night planned. Last year, we did go out to eat in December, and we are going to go out to eat again at the same restaurant. It's in a town about 40 45 minutes away. It's a nice sit down restaurant. Have a few drinks and some good food. Just us girls and I'm looking forward to that here in December. It's just nice to get together and we are going to do, I think we are planning on doing like an ornament swap. Everybody's going to bring an ornament and we'll just swap. So those activities and traditions that are special to us around Christmas with family. So I have even like over the weekend sat down and wrote out like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day what we're doing. And things are different from the past, of course, because one thing in life you can always expect is change. <laughs> so, just different changes in life, you know, we've lost loved ones in the past, or just differences in circumstances in where some family members live now makes our holiday gatherings a little different. So, you got to learn to roll with it, or you're going to be miserable. So, <laughs> we have. Started doing New Year's Eve the last several years since my my grandmother passed away. We do New Year's Eve at my grandfather's house. And I think this year, I'm not sure what we are cooking or eating at his house, but we always do Christmas Eve night there. So Christmas Eve day is going to be pretty relaxed. I think Christmas Eve is on a Saturday this year. We're going to chill out and, you know, hang out at home. Hopefully try to make the boys get naps. So that they can handle the Christmas Eve night at my grandpa's. And we're going to go over there. And then come home. Get ready for Santa Claus. My husband is hopefully recruiting some of his cousins or family members. To help put together some Santa Claus things this year. (laughs) And then Christmas Day is going to be way more relaxed. And this is something I'm really excited about since having kids. So before we had the boys we hadn't had anywhere to do like Christmas day lunch and that always felt a little, I don't know, empty. It just felt like an empty, empty spot in my heart. You know, I used to go to my grandmother's house a long time ago. And then Ace, when his father was living, we did a lot of stuff with him on Christmas morning, Christmas day, and things would just changed the past, I guess, five or six years. But since having the boys, it really makes Christmas morning exciting again. With Cade last year, Ashley Keith was so little, he didn't know what was going on yet. But Cade, he was two last year, almost three. So he was really excited when he got up Christmas morning. And I'm so excited to see both of the boys this Christmas morning. I'm planning on doing like a breakfast. Nothing crazy. I'm talking ego waffles, maybe some bacon and eggs, some fruit. Nothing crazy. And then I think I'm going to just do a roast in the crock pot for lunch Christmas Day and invite, you know, family to our house. So it is not so hard on the boys since they're going to be out Christmas Eve night at my grandpa's and then family can come to us Christmas Day and they can play and show off all their, their fun new stuff. And then Christmas night we go to my husband's aunt's house and That way the boys have been home and been able to enjoy their day and we're not running them all around. And I know that's a lot easier said than done because sometimes you have a lot of family to see and a lot of ground to cover in one day and more power to you if you are someone who is going here, there, and everywhere on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I am so glad that I can work out a schedule that helps me plan out life so that it will not be so overwhelming for my babies and me. And if you have little ones, maybe have conversations with your family. And I mean, it depends on, you know, how how set in your traditions are. I know how it is with um, holiday traditions and gatherings. And especially if you have a really big family, I know it can be hard to change things. But, you know, it's, wor- it's a conversation worth having if you are feeling super overwhelmed about how you're going to get there, especially if you have a spouse or partner that is probably going to have to go, like he's going to have to go check on chickens, chicken houses and make sure things are going and running like they're supposed to on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. So it's not like he can be fully present the entire day, every second of the day. and. I know a lot of people, you know, live lives like that. So, sometimes it can be hard to travel for Christmas. So, just prioritize the gatherings and the events and your family and friends. What is the most important? And then set realistic expectations. So, what I mean by that is manage your expectations when it comes to what you can accomplish during the holidays. Recognize that you're not going to be able to participate in every event or activity, and that is okay. It's okay to not be able to do everything because there are so many things going on during the month of December. Like Thanksgiving with us last last week, so we went Thursday all day, stayed at my aunt's house with the kids, and stayed till, I don't know, 8.30 or so. We got home, got the kids in the bed, and then Friday, we stayed home during the day, but then we went back to my grandpa's for an oyster roast, and we were out like Friday night. So, Saturday rolled around, and we were all just extremely tired. The little kids off their schedule, they're crazy. <laughs> and I'm at the point now where I figured out if I'm not on my normal routine schedule, I like my bedtime now. If I miss it like multiple days in a row, I can't. I can't deal (laughs) and keep other little humans alive. So I have learned to set realistic expectations. So we were supposed to do something again on Saturday night. We were going to go about an hour, hour 15 minutes away and see like a flotilla Christmas lights, and go out to eat with some family, but I just realized on Saturday that that was not going to be possible, because my husband was not going to be able to come, and it would have been me and the kids, and then, I mean, of course, my my mom and my aunt would have been there, my cousin, but it's just, it's hard with littles, and I knew that I just wasn't going to be able to mentally and emotionally handle it, and be able to enjoy it. And I knew that they would be tired because it would be yet a third night in a row being out late past their bedtime, not in their normal routine. So I knew they were going to be cranky. And so we just decided to hang out at home Saturday and let it be okay that we missed that one event because I saw them the two nights before. We all got to get together and I just had to be okay with us staying home, and the babies ended up going to sleep early Saturday night, and we, me and my husband both got to go to sleep early, so we all needed that, and that's okay, so remember, be realistic with your expectations of activities and what you can pack into your schedule over the holidays, and then if it's possible, try to delegate tasks, so share those responsibilities with other family members and other friends, Help distribute your workload and ensure that nobody, no one person is overwhelmed. And one way to delegate tasks, think of like your holiday gatherings. Is it all on one person to cook everything for the holiday gathering? Or do you all delegate and each person brings a dish? I know this year for Thanksgiving, we have had in the past, the past several years, we have had it at our home. Well, this year, we didn't have it at our house, which I'm so grateful because, oh my Lord, I do not want to clean my house top to bottom. Oh, yeah, because you just can't even do it with toddlers because they're right behind you tearing everything back out. And I usually do a lot of cooking. I usually make a big pot of chicken and pastry, a casserole or a side dish, something. I usually make maybe two to three or four sometimes items to take to Thanksgiving. And this year I just was talking to my aunt and my mom and they were talking about, you know, what they were bringing, what they were getting. And we do really well with family gatherings. So a lot of people, everybody that comes usually brings something. And I just opted out this year because there was enough food. There's always plenty of food. And I did not feel the pressure from them too. thankfully to have to cook something and then pack my kids and the food up and try to get it there all by myself because ace had to drive separate so be okay with delegating and sharing responsibilities for for different things for over the holidays hey y'all are you super busy chasing around kids trying to keep it together like i am Well, I'm here to tell you to remember, slow down and take care of yourself, even if it's just by washing your hair, using a really good deep conditioner, or practicing a skincare routine in the morning and at night. And don't worry, friend, I'm here to point you in the direction of the good stuff. As a cosmetologist of 12 years, I'm adamant about using salon quality professional products. But I'm sure, as you know, sometimes it's hard to get your hands on them, especially if you live in a rural community. But fear not, I've got a solution. In the show notes, you can find a link to my Hair by Caitlin Cox Salon Store. You'll find all the big professional brand name products. You can shop and have it shipped directly to your door. Don't hesitate to reach out or DM me on Instagram. If you need help finding the right products for your specific hair type and texture, I would love to help you find a way to take care of yourself. You deserve it, friend. And planning ahead. So make sure, like I've been saying this whole episode so far, plan ahead, get your calendar out. Even This can even come down to not only what activities or family gatherings you're doing, but if you've got a shop or you do meal preparations, cook things, if you're traveling, make sure you include those little tasks in there too, because like I've said, the month of December is crazy and it goes by so fast. It's so busy. So being able to like pencil in time, like, okay, have I got everything I need? Do I need to go shopping? When do it? Like I always write down what day I'm going to do my grocery pickup on my calendar. And that's something simple. And then if you're going to be in town for a doctor's appointment or, you know, whatever, is there anything else you need to put on your to-do list while you're in town? Because if you're like me, it takes 30 to 45 minutes to get anywhere, (laughs) anywhere that you can do some real shopping anyways. So, Make sure you plan those activities or those little tasks into your month of December, into your calendar, into your to-do list. And then two, when it comes to planning, I know my youngest, Ashley Keith is a little bit too small for this, but Cade, he is three and a half. I am going and trying to start involving him in like planning process. So I'm going to have conversation with him, with him talking about, you know, What we're doing, where we're going, um, just to get him excited. And so he knows what's going on. And then that way we can be on the way and he'll say, Oh, are we going to Granny K's? Are we going to Aunt Lou? You know, and then he'll know where we're going and what it is about, what we're doing, why we're doing it. So he can be excited and he doesn't feel like he's just being, you know, drug all over the country. (laughs) And maybe he will feel more involved and more. Like he's a part of it and learn to love the holiday traditions that we're creating with him. And then, like I said, be sure to limit your commitments. Be selective with what you commit to and what you take home for the holidays. It's okay to say no to some invitations or events to avoid feeling overcommitted and stretched too thin and ultimately overwhelmed. It is okay to say no. I know we had, this past weekend, a lot of friends were getting together to watch the football game. It was a big rivalry weekend. The Clemson and Carolina game here in South Carolina. Go Tigers! We won. (laughs) And I would have loved to get together and go watch the ball game with friends and just catch up, but it was just not realistic. We We had the boys, and we had already been out every night, two nights prior, so it's okay to say no, and thankfully, we have good friends, and they understand. Sometimes, you just have to stay home and rest and take care of your babies. And then, thinking about the month of December, and you've got thanks coming off of Thanksgiving, going into Christmas, and there's so many different gatherings. You've got all these big meals, and you're still trying to you know, cook during the week for your family. Try to remember you can keep meals simple simplify your meal planning do easy quick recipes and then if you can cook things a little bit in advance so that you don't have to worry about something every single day so you can just pull it out of the fridge and heat it up one thing that I love like love love is is the frozen veggies in the (laughs) in the microwavable bag the steam fresh oh yes that is like a permanent staple in my freezer i've got green beans i got all the different veggie combinations and the boys love broccoli so i've always got broccoli in stock in my freezer i can snatch that out throw it in the fridge they get or not in the fridge in the microwave they get a vegetable and it did not Take me forever to cook. And it's nice. I like frozen veggies because I feel like anytime I buy fresh, if I'm not cooking it that day, I just I feel like it gets put in the fridge and something happens and I don't get to cook it like I want to when I want to that week, and then I feel like I waste produce. So I am a huge fan of frozen veggies. Just my little, you know, input on keeping meals simple. <laughs> and then Do not forget during the busiest month of the year, you still need to practice self-care. Take care of yourself during the holiday hustle, y'all. So prioritize your self-care activities, even if they are brief moments of relaxation to help you recharge and stay focused. So one thing that I've started doing in the last Week to two weeks, I've noticed like at night, I've never been someone that easily falls asleep. So, things that I do like to keep my self care a top priority, I do take CBD and it helps me so much. I don't take melatonin anymore. I felt like the melatonin I had gotten to a point where I was taking so much melatonin that. I had like a melatonin hangover the next day, but it took that much to get me to fall asleep. So, I've completely stopped taking melatonin now. I do 750 milligrams of Green Compass CBD. It is like a little gummy. And then I have the sleep gummies that I also do at night. So, that's like my daily CBD thing. I do it all at night because I feel like it helps me relax a little bit and just puts me in a more relaxed state that it helps me fall asleep easier and then another thing I have been doing the past week with my falling asleep my routine I like to listen to the calm app and do like the sleep meditations so I have been doing several like breathing exercises just to like help my body relax because I feel like I lay down and I'm a big ball of tension especially this time of year when all I can think about is the things that I need to do that I didn't do. And it's just like the list gets longer when I lay down and try to go to sleep. So really slowing down and doing things for my body so my body can like relax and I can rest because we all know if you do not rest, then life is harder. (laughs) So Those are just very simple things. I mean, and that's not something that you really have to, it takes a big hunk of time to go do. So you're laying down to go to sleep anyways, listen to a meditation or something that helps you relax. And then also I do this once a month, especially since I have stopped, you know, working at the school, I go get myself a facial once a month. And that is just my little self-care routine. It takes about an hour once a month. And we have a esthetician here locally in our small town. Shout out to Danielle. She is awesome. And that, so I don't have to drive 45 minutes away. It makes it worth it. If I had to drive really far, I probably wouldn't do it. But I'm so thankful for that little self-care moment for my skin, my skincare. care. That's one thing I do. And then every eight weeks, I am going to get my hair done because that is just me and that is what I've always done. And if I did not go get my hair done every eight weeks, I can tell you I would not feel like myself. And a lot of people feel guilty or make themselves feel guilty for not prioritizing little things like that. But if that's what makes you feel like you have no shame. Go get your hair done. If you're a person who gets your nails done, go get your nails done. There's nothing wrong with taking care of yourself and making yourself feel good, especially during the busiest time of the year. Okay, on to the next. (laughs) Embrace the imperfections. So, accept that not everything is going to go perfectly and be okay with it. Embrace the imperfections and focus on the joy and the togetherness of the holiday season. So with babies, I'm really embracing the imperfections because they're going to have a tantrum. They're going to be tired. They're going to do whatever, but they're also going to have moments that they are lit up and they're happy and they're excited and they're going to get to be with family members and create memories and bonds and Those little moments are worth all the imperfections. What is the saying I always say? You want to make plans, watch God laugh. So (laughs) it doesn't matter what you do. Nothing's going to go perfectly. You can have the best plan thought out to a T written out and life is going to happen. So just roll with it and don't let it ruin your holiday. And then, so, with technology and kids. So, one thing that I am guilty of sometimes is letting Cade watch cartoons, or he calls them his shows, a little bit too much. Because sometimes with both boys at home, it can get crazy. And they're at the age where they're playing together but they fight a lot because actually he can't quite understand what sharing is, and he wants Kay's attention, and sometimes any you know any attention is attention to him. So sometimes you know pinching his big brother or pulling his big brother's hair is what he does. So sometimes turning on Bluey or some kind of show is just a moment to give myself a moment to breathe. And that's okay, but I have learned to try to break up that TV time or screen time and keep them, like, entertained and active. Like, Cade loves Play-Doh, so we have got the Play-Doh out and did that, and that way he can sit in the kitchen with me while I'm trying to do things in there. Cade's starting to like coloring and drawing more, so we're doing that. And Ashley Keith he just wants to be wherever Cade is, wherever we are. They will run in circles around the house, so that can entertain them for a little while. But just remembering to use technology wisely when it comes to your kids, because if they watch too much, I know this from my own experience with, with Cade, if he gets too much screen time, he gets crazy, he gets cranky, and he just can't handle it. So use it wisely. Also, talking about technology, don't forget you can online shop (laughs) and you can use like digital invitations or virtual gatherings to save time and energy, especially with family that may not live nearby and you can't physically get together, do a Zoom call. Get everybody on there so you can talk and catch up and everybody can see each other's faces. Use your technology to your advantage and us being rural, I online shop all the time. I've done a lot of Christmas online shopping because we live 45 minutes away from like big places to shop and I have two littles that I do not want to drag out in the middle of the holiday rush. I don't want to take them to Walmart on a good day, much less (laughs) when everybody's trying to Christmas shop. Because we, yeah, I can't think. I can even remember why I'm there when I take them with me in the store. God bless grocery pickup. And then for your own sanity, remember to try to create simplicity. Remember the essence of what holidays are. It lies in the joy of spending time with your loved ones, with your friends. And remember to focus creating meaningful moments rather than getting caught up in the busyness of the season. Then remember to reflect and adjust. Take time to reflect on how things are going during the holiday season. If certain activities or commitments are causing you a lot of stress, just be willing to adjust and make changes so that you can enjoy your holiday experience better. So, After Thanksgiving, this is something that I'm really doing and taking with me to look at my schedule for the upcoming Christmas holiday. I am reflecting on how things went with the boys and what we packed into the schedule and then what, in turn, Christmas is going to look like and how I can move things around and adjust things and make things fun and memorable for the boys and us as their parents. Just be intentional about your schedule and don't forget involve your boy, involve your boys involve your kids, your children in the planning process if it's possible. Get them excited about the holidays and Christmas and all these traditions that you're starting. Prioritizing what truly matters to your family You can create a balanced and joyful holiday season for everyone, your family and your extended family. It's possible, but remember, embrace the imperfections because nothing is picture perfect like it is on Instagram. Behind every beautiful and cute, adorable family picture is another picture where everyone is looking crazy and the mama is probably about to pull her hair out and screaming at everybody. (laughs) So just remember that. Nothing's perfect, but the holiday season is all about creating memories and traditions and sharing time with your loved ones. So don't let the little, little things overwhelm your holiday. So today, I'm going to leave y'all with a Bible verse, and it is from Isaiah seven fourteen. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. And Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Hey everyone! I just wanted to wish everyone best wishes for the holiday season. May your hearts be filled with joy, your home with warmth, and your holidays with love. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from my family to yours. Ready? Yes. Say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Emerging as Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and share it with a friend. This helps me spread the word and touch more lives. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. To continue the conversation, you can find and follow me on Instagram. Talk with y'all later.